Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Lauren Marks. And my name is Michelle Moss. And Lauren and I are both a little bit on fire from just coming back from the summit of greatness. Right, Lauren? Yeah, I'll say tired and and on fire. It was definitely, you know, just so much mentally, physically getting up early for the the extras. And yeah, but I'm just, I am, I'm excited to share because I think having these events um, is so important to keep that inspiration going. Cause like we just talked about before we started recording um, a journey to greatness, whether it's entrepreneurship or not is a journey and there's going to be bumps in the road. So we need those constant reminders of why we're doing it and the inspiration to keep going. And there was, and you're right, I'm exhausted too. And then to come home, um, I stayed another night with my friend and then to come home and then the Browns won. I mean, it was like, it was just like a a pumped up weekend, right? Yeah. Iowa State won, the Browns won. It was like, woo, you know, all kinds of things. And we both took a friend this year. So you started off going, which is always the, the, the way it kind of, you know, grows and then you invited me to go and then we went a couple years and then this year I took Ray uh Smedley who's been on our podcast and you took Amy Trow who's on our podcast before too so it was fun to vicariously see it through their eyes you know oh absolutely because it's kind of like that newness that like the honeymoon phase in a relationship too it's like that excitement I mean the energy with just the way they bring their speakers in and Alec up there with the the music and just all of it, that energy just lights you up. And then when you hear their message, it's just like next level. Yeah. And so that kind of brings back to um, our biggest takeaway. So our most important piece. So I, I, if you don't care, I'll start and then you can add to this one and then you can share yours. Um, So Lewis was talking about, uh, you know, what would we, what would our 85 year old wise self say to ourself now? So 85 year old Michelle talking to me now and, and saying the things, what are three things that my 85 year old wise self would say to me? And it it just came so quickly to me. The advice would be to myself, don't hold back on the things that you want to try. Don't worry so much because I am a queen of worrier. And the third one was take time for yourself and to not be so busy, you know, making physical health a priority, but not being so busy. So I guess that's kind of four because that's making physical health a priority. But the first three are really, really, it's like I've been, it's like beating me over the head with these things, you know? So this is myself telling me, don't hold back. Don't worry so much and take time for yourself to be less busy. So how does that resonate with you? What does your 85-year-old Lauren say to Lauren of today? Um, I think I had some similar, um, definitely the just allowing, I'm so focused on business too, because I think when I was a single mom and at home and I didn't have a lot of time to have like outside hobbies, like business became so much of a hobby. I just enjoyed learning. So I kind of gave a lot into that and didn't have other things. So I'm like, have fun more within and just allow the business stuff to just really be a part of my day and allow myself to disconnect, um, just having more fun in the process was definitely a big one for me. It's so interesting too, because a lot of the speakers this year had really embraced their silly sides, their, their, Mm -hmm. you know, and 
and there was a lot of humor infused into their their true personality of showing us who they were, which I loved. And I think that goes back to what you're saying. We got to have fun no matter what part of the journey we're on. Yeah, that was a big one for me. Was there anything else in that 85-year-old Lauren would say to the Lauren of today? Um, Another thing I wrote down was trusting that what I need is already within. I think it's just allow myself to not let the fear overlook it. And if something comes up intuitively that I need to do is the same thing, not letting fear step in and hold me back. Cause I think a lot of times we have those intuitive nudges, like, Oh, this is something I should really do. But then our self-doubt and fear get in the way. And we're like, Oh, but maybe that's not for me, or maybe that's down the road and allowing that it's okay. If it's a little messy, that's the only way is taking the action to refine things. Um, so that was another one. I love that. And it's funny too, because you're your age, I'm my age and then raise her age and, and, Ray and I are closer to the same age, but hers were very similar to mine. I mean, the first two were identical, like, oh, cool, which is so weird. And, and, you know, we've talked about this before, but Ray is a lifetime learner. So she's already, again, as we get older, we also, with our experiences, you know, we have that larger amount of experiences. And so um, she's incorporated some of this stuff for who she is already, you know, so I just thought that was really interesting. Okay. That yeah. was the, 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 I will the, say, I'll tell you a couple too, because I took a photo from what Lewis said. People were saying um, when they did that study and it was, I wish I had let myself be happier. This was people. What did he say? It was people that were in a facility, like a nursing home or something. Oh, older people looking back at yeah. their life. Yeah. Looking back at their life. So a few that they had said was, I wish I had let myself be happier I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Um, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. And I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life expected of me. Yep. Those are the shoulds that we talk about all the time. We don't want to live the shoulds. We want to live the what we want, right? Yeah. So seeing these and knowing someone said them, it's like, okay, how can we pause and apply that to our life and somehow. And that's if we're open to learning, right? These yeah. people are older people and the wisdom comes with age sometimes because you of experiences. So if we value that, doesn't matter how old we are, we can learn vicariously if we're open to learning from everyone. Or yeah. it could be something out of the mouth of an eight-year-old that says, oh my gosh, that hit home, right? Well, yeah, because eight-year-olds and you know younger are just so excited Free, happy and <laughs> yeah. none of like they say actually like the critical factor is established around the age like seven to ten um and that's when the that I know we're going to talk about this later on the podcast eventually is that those um conditioned beliefs you know so I think that's why before then it's like kids aren't as conditioned yet as pumped into these fears and all those things, they just, I mean, look at them. When my kids would go to the grocery store in a Halloween costume in April and didn't give any Fs of what people thought, you know what I mean? It's like, then we start having all these negative things I, that show up and hold us back from our true selves. But the good news is for you and your kids, you've taught yourself, you've learned yourself, you've grown yourself. So your kids don't maybe have that. But a lot of us put some of our 
intergenerational fears, shoulds, all that on our kids so that even when they're born free and they're excited and they're young, and then all of a sudden we're giving them the messages along with society. I mean, that comes from us, which is a crazy thought, you know? Um, And a lot of the speakers I felt had, um, a lot of them had these negative self loops, negative self-talk loops that they would share. And, you know, hey, I've been there. I've had those negative three o'clock in the morning, those negative self-talk loops go start, start churning, you know, and, and having to put the brakes on and really focusing on the other side. So what else about the, you know, about the conference? Did you, was there a speaker? I mean, that you related to or anything that was special for you? Um, well, before I get into that, I do want to say one thing, every summit I've kind of said, how can I stretch myself? And so this was my fourth summit. And now looking back, it's like, we do have to celebrate those moments because I know (laughs) my first summit, I would have never chose to go to a dance cardio class and have to do it alone. Cause I got like the very last ticket. Amy didn't get a ticket. You didn't get a ticket. And I went alone. But one of my favorite things was, is when I was the first person there. So then I was like, uh, am I in the wrong place? You know, then a little uncomfortable, but then this big buff dude comes up and he's like, is this the cardio class? You know? And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) it was so funny. And then we started talking and I loved it because he chose to do the class for the same reason as me was because it's the one class that felt the most uncomfortable. And so we kind of like walked in and he ended up being beside me and he was like, I'm not sure that I'll ever do this again, but you know, it's just that doing those things that get us out of our comfort zone and stretch us. And that was something, you know, that I really said I wanted to do, but looking back, it's like, I know that I wouldn't have chose to do that the first summit. Yeah. I love that. And you know, that's another thing that was drilled home to us, you know, that you go there and you're on this emotional high and this motivational high and it's people that are like-minded getting together and everybody's pumped up and you feel like it will never end. And then you go home and, you know, the door hits you in the butt on the way out. And if you don't keep that mindset, again, it is a mindset of, I want to do good things. I want to be positive. I want to be, um, keep moving and growing. If we don't take that home with us, we can get slide easily back into our old bad habits or if we're around people again that are going to downplay all of our stuff and say that's not going to work or you're not good enough or all those things it's hard enough to do it on our own let alone being around negative people which is why we want to continue to grow and and be around people that lift us up and say hey you're great yeah that's i did connect with one person that was another goal was to connect and we did connect on instagram so i was excited about that because i think Staying connected to the people that are willing to get in a room like that is also so important. Yeah. It's good. Good stuff. Anything else? Because I know you said get some stuff rolling in your the favorite speaker. I know. Um, I really loved Vanessa Von Edwards. I I mean her presentation was great, but her raw and realness was one of the things that really hit me. Like I just felt a lot of peace coming home, seeing these people that you're like, oh, you put them on a pedestal. Like they got their shit all figured out. And it's like, she was so willing to be vulnerable on a stage of over a thousand people and talk about the time of her career that sucked, that made her hit rock bottom, that, you know, she was in depression, like for her to just do that, um, really inspired me because I just don't think you see that enough. You know, it's like you hear, the speaker's main message, but you don't really know them as a person. So I felt 
as a whole as well. The speakers this year really tied in in their humanness of the heart in their journey. And that really spoke to me. Yeah. And, you know, they were willing and transparent to share their failures, which is part of life. You know, we're going to go through hard things, whether it was Inky Johnson and he went, had the accident and his arm, his whole trajectory of his life changed or, or, um, what you were just discussing, she shared her, um, failure of her book, you know, writing things that nobody wanted to hear. It's just so interesting to turn into somebody who's, I just thought, you know what? We all go through times of difficulty. We always say that life keeps coming and it's not to say they won't go through hard things again, you know, different, different kinds of things. Um, it's the perspective. And that was the, what you said, like of Inky and her story. And even Jen, like when they shared their suck, it was, how did they turn it into a positive? How did they say, this is for me, not against me. Like I'm going to keep moving forward in that hard suck moment. They all chose to step through it and to grow and to keep moving. And that's the powerful part. How many times when the suck happens or it's hard and we're like, oh, is this not for me? That people just give up. For sure. And I can relate to that, the suck of almost losing my husband to turning this into something that is such a blessing to other people. And, and John could have given up. I could have given up. I could have, I mean, there could have been a million different outcomes, but that's why it's so nice to hear other people doing these things. It is possible. It is possible to keep moving forward. Um, yeah. And of course, when she ends it with everyone standing up, singing, don't stop believing. That was really fun. I <laughs> everyone, thought that was a cool thing. Yeah. I think it, she, I think she would have the best clothes probably of, of her. Oh yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Um, anything, anything else that stood out specifically? Um, maybe through watching through Amy's eyes, seeing different things. And um, I will say that I really love just because I've done so much work on myself in relationships and will continue like growth is not an end destination, but I loved seeing Lewis and Martha talk about the relationship and how much work they put in separate and together and how they made the commitment when they started dating to start then, not like, wait till things get bad. Let's do the counseling. Let's do the work now to really make that strong foundation. So that was really cool just to hear them like go back and forth and really talk about their relationship. And then obviously with him and with a proposal, I was like, it was funny because he started talking a little less and letting her just talk. I was like, he's getting nervous. He's going to pop the question. I already like had this gut instinct that he was going to do it. And they just, they're so deserving of that love when you really put in that work. So that was really special. And just to hear a guy be vulnerable about putting in the work on himself, that's not easy. So that, that was really cool. Yeah. I saw through some of the posts that a, another couple got engaged there too, which was so interesting. Cool. Yeah. So um, I just think, again, when you put yourself around a lot of positive things and people and, and thoughts and inspiration. And also hearing those stories of people going through dark tragedies and, and coming out of it certainly gives all of us a spark of hope. Hey, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, if they got through that, oh my gosh, you know, I need to suck it up buttercup. Like to think about what Inky went through when he 
you know, lost his arm, use of arm, and was going to be a football player and all that. And then that was that, that, that whole life was over. But like you said, changing it up and doing something different. Um, I think that's the way that these people that succeed, they just, it's like an opportunity to reinvent yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And find a piece of you that was really, truly meant to come out. I think that's such a powerful thing. Yeah. Ah, beautiful stuff. Yeah. I have one more thing to leave our listeners with. I think this could be a really good journaling prompt that Vanessa mentioned was who could you be without your negative story? I think that's really powerful. If you never heard, I can't do this (laughs) to ourselves, right? We never heard. Or even with me, like if I really had to detach from kind of feeling like a victim of being a single mom. Mm -hmm. Because we, oh, that was the another part that was important too. And we, there's an, if we have a negative construct and we say it, the negative construct becomes a reality because our brain is going to reinforce that we're saying that, that, that we're going to make that be true, right? If I say I'm a loser or I can't write a book or I, whatever, that your, your mind will work to make that a truth. Mm-hmm. So we have to shift. I've had it. to work on reframing that lately because it's like, I don't envision me like, I'm not saying it's a goal for me to speak on stages, but I do have to speak in front of people with what I do. So I have to top, t- stop telling myself that that's not who I am. Right. And I've heard you say that. A few oh, times. yeah. But that's why but you- I've had to really reframe it lately because it's like, I am going to do small like group breath work things. That's me talking in front of people. If I keep telling myself that I'm not going to go in there. I feel like with my heart open, I'm going to be so closed because of fear. Right. Right. And I think that that's every one of us does that to some extent about something, you know, but I just, it was interesting to hear it put in that way, whatever, our, whatever we say, our mind is going to work so hard to make that be true. So let's talk about oh, yeah, because It's going to keep looking for the evidence, right? So let's make it a positive that our mind wants to reach and we'll make true. Um, so I, and I think the big message was I am worthy, you know, no matter where I am or who I am or what I'm doing, I'm okay. And you're okay. So I love that. So I know we have a, you know, we've been talking through, we've got our new um, series that we're doing, but we wanted to just do like this quick um, update. Cause some of our listeners have said, tell us what you learned. Tell us what, you know, that, that came from this. And so it's funny too. I did, I was walking with Ray at the end and, you know, you're with a thousand plus people and they're all saying the same kind of things that you say and we say, and it's like, is the whole world this evolved? But, but the whole point is when you put yourself with like-minded people that are working on themselves, it is a familiar reference and it's, it's nice. It's, I don't mean comfortable in a negative way, but it's reinforcing um, that we can go out and then share these messages with other people. Because sometimes I get in my mindset that everybody talks like us. You know, everybody has this view of the world and this outlook and this mindset, which is crazy because, you know, I'm telling my clients in session some of these things and it's like mind blowing. And I'm thinking, well, doesn't everybody, you know, I get in that my own head about that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think being a, like being around the like-minded people also sometimes for me just makes me feel like, okay, I'm not crazy. Cause I do want to make an impact. I do want to touch others' lives. And sometimes we are misunderstood by people that aren't in our world. Right. 
and in and our world is is a much more um positive place to be right you know when we say we want to be an inspiration we want to be inspired we want to be learning we want to be growing we want to help others do those things it's not you know it and it doesn't stop that's what i loved about some of those stories too everyone's still moving forward and like where lewis is today is not where he was before and now next year the conference is the venue's being changed and all these things are happening we just can't sit still and think it's this this is it you know it's constantly stretching yourself of what is possible what are you capable of and i think that's a really cool thing i think we're all capable of way more than we know right now today it's it's overcoming that because even at the end like lewis talked about yes he's going to a bigger venue yes he's moving it to a bigger city and it could be a fail he's like i could you know get all flop but he's willing to put it out there and be vulnerable and share that. And I think even me, sometimes if I want to do something new in my business, I still kind of have that fear come up like, Oh, what if I put this out there and like, no one cares, or this isn't what they want, but it's just, you know, collect the feedback and and do the next thing. Which I think we've been trying to show that we're doing those things, right? Take it in, change it up if you have to and see where it goes. All right. Well, um, I had a great time. It was wonderful. I'm glad I got to do go with you and Ray and Amy and the four of us kind of took on took on that um, challenge of going and being a participant and an active participant. And I look forward to see what comes next. Anything else? No, I think we definitely have to say hell yes to greatness today. I, I agree. I love that. Um, well, listeners, you it's your turn. What are you going to say hell yes to? And I hope it's something positive.